And if you're not in control of something, I would just go as far to say you should not allow your emotions to go there. Welcome everybody to the Dream Lifestyle Podcast, your place to build your faith and master your craft. In this conversation, we are going to be talking about how to handle things you cannot control because life is always going to life and there are things that you're in control of, but there also are also things that you just cannot control. And we're going to be talking about how to effectively handle those things. And to have this conversation, I have my homie, my good sis, Chelsea Brunson is back. What's up? What's up? What's up? How you doing? I'm good. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to dress down. Oh, yeah. yeah, Because yeah. I'm so used to dressing up and then sometimes I just be tired. I'm, you know, I'm really considering soon with like my symposium, maybe not this, well, this year. And that's kind of like been my goal. Like, I just want to make stuff casual. Like, not just saying like people look bummy, like not that, but just like, <laughs> you know, just like, hey, we, you know, we're all professionals here. Like, you can throw on some joggers, throw it. Like, it's all good. I don't look any, but... You know, it's cool. It's an attempt. I'm fighting a big fight there. With nah, that. I think that would be really, really nice. Yeah. I'm going to have to talk to my wife about that. See, I'll be like, see, someone agrees with me. We can all just go casual. <laughs> She's like, you need to dress up more. But anyway, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> but we're talking about things that you can't control. And especially for us as entrepreneurs, um, us as people, me in ministry, you as a mother, there are things. Oh, my God. <laughs> there are things that you just cannot control. And so- I want to start off at the top of the conversation just for you, just ask it plainly. How do you handle things you can't control? I have to pray myself through for the things that I can't control, but um, that doesn't always work so immediately. Mm -hmm. So I literally need to make time and space for myself, like self-care. Um, so that I could understand what is actually happening, what what can I control, what can I not control, and whatever I can control, do that. Mm-hmm. So refocusing myself and making sure that I focus more on what I can do instead of what I cannot complete at the yeah, time. That makes sense. I, I like that too because great point to make sure that you stay grounded because if you aren't grounded, when things happen that aren't in your control, that can make you go all over the place and get crazy. And so I do like that you said, you know, self-care. And to me, in my mind, that goes to, you know, spending time with yourself but even just spending time with God, making sure that there are, I call them foundational habits. Mm -hmm. So where it's like, look, I am grounded every single day. Like yes. this, so regardless of what happens, I'm stable, mm -hmm. right? Regardless, like it does not matter. And I think that's a really important point that a lot of times that's where your habits, like having habits really do help you control the uncontrollable. Mm -hmm. Because if I'm used to doing things a certain way every single day, or just, again, whatever the cadence of the habit is, whenever something that does happen out of control, usually if you, if you have disciplined yourself, there's a cause. And even though you may not, you may not have caused it, but when you, when you have habits in your life, when you have a certain level of discipline, you're usually able to assess, okay, what did cause this? Like what did? I might not have, but what did? Mm -hmm. And I think at that point now you're able to kind of reverse engineer like, okay, I've been doing this every single day. And now today of all days, it all blew up. What happened? What caused that to happen? And then figuring out. And for me, I'm always going to link it back to something that I did because I'm a firm believer. Like I have, I almost live in like two realities. This might sound crazy, but it's okay. You'll get me. I'm following. So I live in the objective world where, okay. Let's look at things. Matter of fact, black and white. It is you did the job. You didn't do the job. You were on time. You weren't like this was right. This was wrong. Like 
that world. But internally, there's nothing I don't control. Mm. Internally, like within my mind, my mindset is I control all this. And that's not to, I don't say that in a way of, you know, madness, but I'm saying it just in a healthy way of confidence of saying, no, my entire environment, my entire ecosystem, solar system, I control this. There is not a single person, place, or thing that enters my space without me knowing about it. Mm -hmm. And of course, again, that's not always perfect, but when a person, place, or thing enters my environment space that I was not expecting, I'm going to get to the root of it. Where did you come from? (laughs) Who sent you? Right. You know, who sent you? And, and of course, that's not always a negative thing. I think sometimes, you, you know, you get, you get like, I'm, I'm okay with being so that I don't do well with surprises. I will say I don't do well with surprises at all, but just in, in, in a productive way though, like, it's like, no, everything in, in my purview, everything in my reality, like I have some level of control over it. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Like, for example, with this podcast, I invited you to be here. Now, if you brought somebody else here. I mean, it'd have been cool, independent on who it was. Like, there were to come, I'd be like, "All right, cool, oh. my man." Yeah, right. my dog, right? But if you just like <laughs> brought someone that I really didn't know, I'd be, I'd be like, oh, okay. you know, yeah. after, "Yo, Chelsea, don't ever do that again." <laughs> just FYI, I wouldn't do that. No. Yeah, I, mean, I know you wouldn't, but just just for, as an example. And so I think when we're talking about things, you know, because I have a habit, like this is, right. this is habitual for me. Like I know exactly what this needs to look like, sound like, feel like the whole nine, every single time I come to podcast. I know when I go to the gym, I know exactly the cadence of the people there. I know like everything in my life. I know it because I have habits and discipline. So that kind of helps me, you know, handle the things that aren't in my control because now I can get to the source of those things. I do think that it's a, um, it's different though, because I think, uh, you know, when we talk about what we can't control and we, we talk about other people and what they do and how they do things. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, um, or even health, you can't really control what happens with your health to a certain extent. If you're living a healthy lifestyle and everything, I know people who have lived very, very healthy lifestyles, but they still get cancer. Right. That's something you cannot control. So now you have to say to yourself, Okay, it's okay for me to be sick. Not okay in the sense where I'm accepting this, my doom, my doom. No, not like that. But like, you know what? I did all that I could do. Yeah. And this has happened to me, but I still trust the process or I still trust God. Mm. So it's like, this is not in my control. So maybe something else is coming out of it. Same thing as a mother. I can't control when my kids get sick. Right. So if I have meetings and conferences and this and that and they get sick, I have to figure that out and shift around what I can control. But at the same time, when it's interacting with other people, you need to know and be sensitive of who you're interacting with, their ways and what they like and what they don't like. I think often people are not so considerate enough or selfless enough to understand the other person that they're interacting with. Oh, that's so good. Because people, and we're talking about things you can't control, I think people are like number one on the list that you cannot control. And I know I don't care what position you're in. I don't care what the hierarchy of whatever thing is. I don't care about relationships. You, There are some things you are never going to be able to control another person. Mm -mm. And so even to your point, there are things that just happen there, you know, health, you know, things like that. You just, you just can't control it. But I think even to what we said, that's why it's so important to be grounded. Yes. When you're grounded in God, when you're grounded in God, when the things that are uncontrollable happen, which 
most of the time when something's uncontrollable that happens, it's usually negative. When that thing happens, your response is going to be right. Regardless of, well, I've been doing it this way for a long time, but like I'm truly grounded. I truly believe that I'm good. I truly believe that all things work together for the good of those that hope in the Lord. Like I firmly believe that. So even when something uncontrollable happens, my response is going to be proper. I'm not going to break down. I'm not going to be living in a glass house Mm-mm. when it comes to, you know, the things I control and the things I don't. And I think even to add on, to go deeper, before we even get to, you know, dealing with, you know, controlling the uncontrollable, we have to first be very clear on what we do control. Exactly. Because to your point, to your example, I think health is a great example for this. If you deal with, call it high blood pressure, call it being overweight, call it whatever, right? There's a difference between, you know, just the disease that is genetic and you need to go to God about it, right? Like that's a spiritual fight versus you just should have disciplined yourself to go to the gym 15 minutes a day. Right. Right. Like there's a, there is a big difference between, it's all right, one is uncontrollable. <laughs> that one you could have controlled. Right. Now you still go back to God about it, but there's a difference between what's in your control versus what's not in your control. Mm-hmm. And I think even with, um, with that, you know, uh, let me ask you that. How, how does someone figure out what they're in control of and how do they figure out what they're not in control of? Take a, a, a personal inventory, like take an inventory of yourself and say, all right, um, let's talk about my boundaries. Did I set clear boundaries? Did I, you know, there's just basic things that you need to know as a person. Do I have my identity? Do I know who I really am? Do I know am I working my purpose? Like do a self-reflection, ask yourself questions. So that way you can start figuring out what are you in control of? Because if you're not asking yourself, do I know who I am? Then how can you set boundaries? Mm. If you're not asking yourself, what do I like? What do I not want in my significant other? What do I want in my significant other? How can you control what type of men or women you attract if you don't even know what you want? That's good. So it's just like taking that self inventory, that personal inventory will help you to evaluate. And we're talking about just basic level right now. We're not even getting to business where I love to talk. Mm-hmm. We're not even getting into finance and all that where I love to speak about these topics and opportunities. We're talking about yourself first. Because right. that, that whole self. You are at the you are the common denominator between all of those things. So I love that you brought that up. That's good. Keep going, keep going. Yeah. So um as far as you taking that inventory, you finally, and write it out. Don't just, like, you have to do practical things. Write it out. Do vision boards. Put it in your atmosphere. See what you want to do. See what you like. And then say, okay, how I can control now how I get there. I can control my focus. I can control who goes into my space. I can now see like, okay, am I going to continue to interact with these type of people? Will I bring them into my business life? Will I bring them in? After you do that whole self inventory, now you can see, okay, this is my purpose. This is my vision. Now I'm going to control how I get there. How do I control that? By setting aside time. Discipline is key. Oh, yes, it is. Discipline is key. And it's tough. It's not easy. I'm disciplined in some areas and some areas I'm not. Even to the point where now I literally stopped drinking coffee and soda and I love coffee and soda. And I had to get to a place because I keep getting inflamed. Like you said, your health. Mm -hmm. I'm like, why am I getting inflamed? And so, yes, I have other factors. They're trying to figure it out. But I claim my healing. Yes, I do all of that. But I know that the doctor told me, stop drinking caffeine. Yeah. So now I have to stop drinking caffeine and I had to discipline myself and say, you know what? 
I have to try my very best. And now I have not been drinking caffeine. And when I was away, I had two cups of coffee, but that's because we were having an extreme schedule. Yeah, but, but usually, yeah. I was after that, I was bounced right back to not having it as soon as I came back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's that discipline piece, and it's something that you build towards, right? And I think, again, when you identify to what you said, what you're in control of, you do what's necessary to do actually necessary. get control of it, right? Mm-hmm. Because there's a difference between having responsibility over it and having control over it. Mm-hmm. You know, like uh, to me, having control over it, that's insinuating, okay, I have a level of discipline over it. When I'm responsible over something, that does not necessarily mean that there's action behind it. Okay. You get what I'm saying? Because, again, I'm responsible over my finances. Mm-hmm. I'm responsible over my body. I'm responsible over my my relationship with God. That doesn't mean I've done anything, mm-hmm. right? If I had to use a funny example, I was responsible to take the chicken out of the freezer when my mama said, you yeah, have before she got home. <laughs> that does not mean that you did. I did it, <laughs> Right. But when you're in control of it, mm-hmm. now again, words have so much power. When you're control, when you're in control, that says I've taken action. There's action behind whatever it is that I'm in control of. So when I say when you when you say you're in control of your coffee intake, that might not necessarily mean okay, now I'm still at cold turkey. But that means you know what? I had one less coffee cup than I did before. Say that. You know what I mean? Like. That's a level of control because there's action involved, not just saying I'm responsible for. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. you can be responsible, but that still doesn't mean somebody else isn't going to do it. Mm-hmm. You get what I mean? So in that, when you think about just identifying what we're in control of and what we're not in control of, it does definitely start with identifying what you're in control of, identifying what you're responsible over and actually take control over those things you're responsible for. Yes. But then when you actually do that, it makes it so much easier to deal with the things that are uncontrollable. Mm-hmm. And that's where, to me, what has helped me immensely when it comes to controlling the things and handling the things that are out of my control is really establishing principles. Yes. Principles for me have literally changed my life. Mm, me too. And I know that may be like, wait, what about the Bible? Are you getting saved? Well, yes, those things did help too. But establishing just some personal principles for how I handle the uncontrollables in my life have helped immensely. Now, a lot of them, I should say all of them, are grounded biblically, mm-hmm. but just practically, like for example, I think one of the best things, and I'm giving this away for free, I think you should listen to this. <laughs> one of the best ways that I've handled people, the best ways that, and because people, they come to me, like, oh, you're so patient with people. And that. that don't mean I have a mind, but I'm patient. <laughs> I'm patient simply because I made a decision a long time ago that I will not allow my emotions to get wrapped up with people's consistent actions. And the reason being, if someone's going to consistently be annoying, if someone's going to consistently lie, if someone's going to consistently not do what they say they're going to do, who am I to recognize this consistent action and then involve my emotion, which is then going to trip me up from what I got to do? You helping me. So... When we're thinking about, again, controlling the uncontrollable, like one of my things that I always say is, sure, control what you can control, but influence what you can't. Mm -hmm. And so when it comes to, again, that influence piece, that's where you, again, being grounded, having those habits, having, you know, grounding yourself as an individual, controlling your environment, as I kind of mentioned how I do just from a mental space. You know, when I'm, when I understand people are going to people, and we're talking about people in this sense, but just... There are things that are uncontrollable. And so if there's something that's uncontrollable that's going to be consistent, 
I'm not allowing my emotions to go there. Right. So it's a matter of, okay, how do I use this to my benefit? Or do I just need to cut this out? And you, you, again, you know how to handle it. You know how to handle it because it's something consistent. And that's, and that's just one form, but there are a lot of things like there are some things, because again, when you take good stock of what you are in control of, it's very easy to identify what you're not. And if you're not in control of something, I would just go as far to say you should not allow your emotions to go there. Mm-hmm. There's no reason why if you're if if something happens to you that's negative, right? Or if something happens to you that's unexpected, that is just again out of your control, you should not allow your emotions to get involved simply because that's only going to mess you up with handling the things that you are in control of because those controllables do influence the uncontrollables. Yes. So I want to take it a little deeper. We need to have an an uh, a reality of what is a healthy level of control and what is an unhealthy level of control. Mm-hmm. So when I say unhealthy level of control, like how, how, um, what I, I want to say, like, how do you process not having control of something? Does it throw your complete, you say cadence a lot, mm-hmm. cadence off. Does it throw your movements off? Um, does it affect you in a way where you become stagnant? Because if it does, now that is unhealthy. When you feel like you can't control everybody around you and you're trying your best and then you start getting depressed or you start throwing these fits or you have anger or whatever the case may be because you don't realize you have an unhealthy level of control. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And so now you need to recenter yourself to make that unhealthy part of your controlling pieces into being healthy. Well, because those people try to be God. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that's the problem. So it's like, know your role. <laughs> know your role. <laughs> know your role. And, and your that's place. for all of us, right? That's not, that's not even like a slight to anyone. Like, you should have uncontrollables in your life. I have uncontrollables in my life. Now, I have a specific way I deal with them. Right. But I'm not, again... I'm not responsible over some of these things that are uncontrollable. Mm-hmm. I make sure I'm in control of what I am responsible over. That's right. To what we said. But to your point, and I love that you said that, for the people that are out there that are like, no, I must control everything. No. That's unhealthy. You're, you're not meant to be God. Exactly. You're, you're not meant to be God. We're not meant to have godly thoughts. We're not meant to view or, and live a life like we're a God. No. And I love what you said before about, should I X this out? There are things that we can't control and we have to say, you know what? I'm going to like, not so much ignore it, but just say, I'm not going to let this affect me at all. Not saying that you have to do, there's not always a need for a reaction to something. Mm -hmm. So let me just let it rock. You go ahead, do your thing. I'm over here doing my thing and I'm not going to allow this to, I'm not going to even allow that in my space to the point where I'm like, overwhelmed about it just block it out and for, and for the person that is trying to figure out what does that even look like because that can sometimes be scary right you just got to try it once you just have to try it once because like we're saying it because we've had to do it repeatedly over and over and over again to where now the the language just even saying the practical action step is don't even let it bother you Mm-mm. right but for someone that may be like a really big step and so the only thing i would say to that person and you give gave amazing advice, you have to make a decision. What what would I do if this didn't affect me? And do that, whatever that is. Because again, your feelings can't be trusted. So it's not a matter of, you know, going with how you feel when something uncontrollable happens. It's a matter of, okay, if I were to not be affected by this, what would I still do? 
Right. And if something goes left and you were planning on going to something and it just totally throws you off and it's and it's something that's out of your control, you should still go do whatever it is that you, that's right. you were going to do. Because, again, you should not allow, you know, well, let me back up a little bit. Once you assess and assign figuring out was that uncontrollable thing, how did that impact me, right, to your point about like whether or not we should keep it or cut it. If we assign or figure out that that uncontrollable thing is a negative influence over our life, right? Once we assign and figure out that it's negative, then it's got to go. But if we figure out or find out through getting to the root of it, eh, one off, not that big a deal, you know, grand scheme, right? Thinking about that, then you know how to handle it. And again, that's where you, you don't allow your emotions to go to it. Now, in addition to that, Another way in which you can really handle the uncontrollable things is do things that are bigger than you. Mm. The reason why is because when you are involved in things that are bigger than you, when you are building things that are bigger than you, when you are living life in a way that is bigger than just you. That's right. It becomes even easier. Yes. To not even allow the uncontrollables to affect you. Because one, when you're living life bigger than you, when you're living your life for something that's bigger than you, whether it be for legacy, whether it be for um, the body of Christ, whether it be for you know your family, whether it be for your friends, whatever it is, when you're doing something that is bigger than just your life and your life alone, and even to sum it up even, even simpler, when you're doing something for purpose, mm-hmm. it'll be much easier to figure out what am I responsible for and what am I not responsible for, which again, just to what we've been talking about. You know, once you figure out what you're responsible for, you know what you need to take control of. But once you figure out what you're responsible for and what you take control of, it becomes a lot easier to identify this is what I'm not in control of. And I'm okay with it because ultimately I'm going for something that's bigger than me and my emotions if I were to deal with that thing. Right. And so I think that's a very, very powerful way of living. It's a very freeing way of living. It's very free. You know, because again, some things are just uncontrollable and that's okay. Mm-hmm. It's acceptance. It's being at peace. But because you're grounded in who you are, you had mentioned that earlier. When you're grounded in who you are, you understand and you know who you really are. Let me not say who you are, because like we can come up with our own identities for ourselves. When you know who you really are, that's right. You understand you're not gonna allow uncontrollables to mess with you. Because mm-hmm. you, you know who you, you really are, who God's created you. And further than that, you're not gonna allow anxiety and fear to keep messing with you either. You're going to accept the fact that I wasn't made to fear things this way. Like I'm made to, I'm made in perfect love. Yes. So now I know that I'm made in perfect love. I'm not going to allow my mind to torment me and say the what ifs. Don't even bring them what ifs up over here. That's right. I'm sorry. I don't got no what ifs. I'm not saying if I make a million dollars. I'm not saying if I do this. I'm saying when I do this because I am so grounded in who I am. Yes. So don't allow fear and anxiety to come in like that. Yeah, well, and that's and that's the and I love that you brought that up because that is the snowball effect when you allow emotions to go to the uncontrollable thing because now you do allow things like fear, anxiety, self doubt, paranoia, um, cautiousness. You you do allow those things in um, if you don't handle the uncontrollables the right way and really put them in the right position because. Again, those things, fear, procrastination, self-doubt, all that type of stuff, that does all stem from basically putting too much attention on what you can control 
and not enough attention on what you can. Mm -hmm. And I think that, you know, most people, unfortunately, live their lives focusing way too much on the things that they just cannot control, which again, most of the time it's people. Yes. Most of the time. You know, we mentioned other areas like things like health, um, things like, you know, people pass away. There there are things Death, that are yeah. just uncontrollable. And so again, you handle them effectively, but you want to make sure that you don't handle the uncontrollable things in a way that cause you to lose control. If I might tag in, God even created a, a system. He's he's a God of system and a God of order. And so even when it comes to um, you know, the way that he does things in the earth, he needs a legal body to be able to move in the earth the way that he wants to. And so he gave us will. He gave us free will. That's why we have to pray, Lord, superimpose your will against ours because we have control. Mm -hmm. So when we realize how much level of control we have because God gave it to us in this earth, so much so that he is not even controlling us unless we allow him to, right. then you have a whole different perspective on the word control overall. That's good. And you're able to navigate better because if God can't even control us. Yeah. Yeah. Then how can you control somebody else? Right. And that's and that's even going back to what we talked about before about people that try to be God in their own lives. Exactly. You know, and it's not going to work. It's not going to work like that. You know, like being submitted is the best way to live. Being submitted is the best way to handle the uncontrollables because similar like at work, when something happens that's just out of your control that you're not responsible of what you do, kick it up to management. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you are the management, <laughs> but, but even then, if you're the management and something happens that's out of your control, kick it up to the owner. <laughs> like, to you know, you just kick it up, and that and it's as simple as that, right? But because it is that understanding of who we are, and in that understanding who God's created us to be, but also understanding the role we play in this thing, that's of, right, of this thing called life, you know, and us doing the practical work like i said of you know i mentioned creating personal principles that's super helpful um doing inventory yeah doing doing taking a personal inventory i thought that was amazing i think that's super super intelligent um that you know we're able to just live a life where we're unoffendable we're able to live a life yes. where we're not you know quickly triggered we're able to live a life of just total peace regardless of what's going on around us simply because you know, we're grounded. Mm -hmm. Like I'm, I'm super grounded. I know who I am and I know how to properly think. So that way when the uncontrollable happens, because it will happen, um, you know, we respond accordingly. And I think it's, I think it's that simple. So when you're thinking about, you know, if you're watching this and you're thinking, okay, where do I really begin? I think Chelsea's step of taking um, personal inventory, I think that's definitely the best step one. Mm -hmm. And once you take that personal inventory of, okay, what am I responsible over? What do I have control of? Who am I? Who am I? And it'll 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 basically be um what's the name of it? A uh, process of elimination. Yeah. As you kind of go through your different roles in life, as you go through your different responsibilities and the things that you do, it'll easily show itself to you. Oh, that's actually uncontrollable. Yes. <laughs> you know that's actually uncontrollable. Um, and it'll also help you enhance the things that you are in control of. So. Really good. I, I thought that was that was really helpful. Um, I hope that you guys got some value out of this conversation because we had a blast having it. Um, if you haven't, be sure to like, comment, subscribe, all that fun stuff. Leave a review. Um, comment below if you have any thoughts 
questions, concerns, or anything like that, because I'd love to hear from you. Um, I'm sure Chelsea would love to as well. Um, always remember your dream is possible as long as you are willing to work for it. As you prepare for next week's episode, go check out last week's episode, and I will see you next week.